Welcome to the Cyphora Film Podcast. Um, as usual, I'm Andy Walker, and uh, I have my son uh, Scott with me. Hello, Scott. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> as usual, you're as Andy. usual. I'm Andy Walker. Yes. Yes. Well, sometimes when you're not. <laughs> yeah, there are times when I'm not. Sometimes I'm an occasional table. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't dear. know. Every every now and again, when there's a full moon, I turn into a into a, a semi detached, um, semi detached two up two down building, <laughs> a warehouse. Um, anyway, <laughs> not not quite what I thought you would say, but okay, okay, right. Um, so I don't know, I, it's going to be one of those weeks with the films and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we are looking at three short sci-fi films this week. Oh, by the way, are you all right? Are you, how are you? Yes, I'm. <laughs> just in passing, you know. Yeah, it's these. It's, I definitely think it's these films. They're just they are very bizarre ones that we've watched, and I think it's not helped. This helped Alpha. See, look, it's screwing up my speech. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fair enough. Right. So, to start off with. We have a film called Red Box, uh, which is was made in 2019. Uh, it's, it says it's an experimental sci-fi film, um, directed, edited, and music was done by Gabriel Gavazzi, or Gavazzi, uh, and uh, Gabriel Gavazzi is the in the is the only per that person named in the cast. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's their fifth short film. Mm. And the only kind of synopsis or anything about it is at the bottom of all the information, what there is on, on YouTube, it just says the real question is, can you decipher it? Um, shall I start with this one or would you like to? Um, you confused me about the deciphering bit. How were you meant to? I don't know. That's... <laughs> That's the whole thing. You have to decipher it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll start. It's got a very interesting beginning. Yeah, that could, that's the bit that confused me. I was saying to you, I don't understand what the whole point about the whole uh, 3 million well, that was or 13.9 billion years ago. What was the point was of it? Big Bang. Yeah, but they could have... Okay. Big Bang, the beginning of everything. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's very puzzling. It's a very puzzling film, I must admit. Um, going, going just on a, on a technical thing, the filming is done well. Uh, it's a very interesting use of sound and sound effects um, and the, the kind of uh, difference in colour uh, mm. on, on the shots. 
from a technical point of view, it's, it's very well made and very different. Yeah, I don't know whether or not, if it was my headphones or the way my, my laptop set up or what, it did seem like the music fading in, fading out the sort of whole, like they would do for like the Big Bang thing, seemed very loud. It, some of it was loud, but I think it was meant to be. I think it kind of went from being really quite quiet little bits where you could just hear the music and just hear sound effects to whole big kind of like mm. crescendos. And I think it was meant to be for some of it because it was it was that kind of thing. It seemed like there were parts of it that just seemed to like I had to almost take my headphones off because it just hurt my ears so much. So yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I mean, I suppose the big question is what is, you know, from, from the film is what is the box? Where did it come from? What's it for? And all that kind of thing. I kind of, I don't know. I mean, everyone's got to make their own mind up and everyone will make their own mind up when they watch it. But I kind of wondered if it was some kind of, I don't know, not prison, but something where it was collecting people or something. I don't know, because the, the, obviously the first person you see um, grab it or get hold of it is uh, an elderly woman who's driving down the road and just picks it up. Yeah. They have a car, picks it up and gets in the car with it and it confused the life out of me, because why? But obviously you then see part of the video where she, she looks like she gets grabbed or attacked or something by something she can't see. Yeah. It's, it's a very... And then goes over to the next person and it's just very confusing yeah but the thing is there's there's always this thing of the, there's somebody who looks like they're already trapped in it because of the fact that whenever you see him everything is red yeah so i'm assuming that everything that means he's in he's in the box yeah but that may not be what it's about i don't know <laughs> this is uh the last bit of the end you hear a voice, it's the only actual speech that's in the whole film, yeah. which is just saying, save me. Yeah. It's a very, yeah, it's, I might have to rewatch it again just to see if I can figure out anymore. It is very different, very confusing. Mm. But I will say something which may not make a lot of sense. Well, that'll make change. I like it. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't know why I like it, but I like it. I, I got me. I did the, the in sort of halfway through the sort of I don't know, almost like acid trip sort of feel to the video. It's sort of it was yeah. very. I did like the way that was done, and I do. Yeah, like you said, the technical point of view. I like the sound effects in it, the visual effects, the lighting effect in it was amazing. The acting was great. I loved the quote at the beginning yeah. as well. A bit. It's just it. I do, I do like it as well. It confused the hell out of me. I will say, yeah, confused the absolute hell out of me. But I'll just say, I've got notes on my book, just everything, and it's not. I don't normally put down that much, but it, it's one of these. It does make it makes you think because you look watching it, thinking, what what is going on? Yeah, and Why is this happening? How is this happening? What's it all about? And you it, now you said about sort of, can you decrypt it, or can you? Uh, I might have to go back. Yeah, and, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was going to say, my, my opinion is that, I don't know, I was thinking because of the end of it, you get the bit that's almost the same as the beginning yeah. where you see the Big Bang. I wondered if it's gathering energy for an, from people for a new universe. That's very technical. 
But yeah, it's, it's the thing is there are so many questions with this film that yeah. are left unanswered. That also, but then if you come up with an answer like you can think of an answer like that, it then leads you on to more questions. Yeah, and it, it's a very very confusing film. It's a very good film. Yeah, very very it, confusing. It confusing. It's, it's I mean as as far as experimental films go, I think it was incredibly well made. Definitely experimental. Uh, but it's definitely experimental. I think it's more experimental in the storyline than it is in any of the. Uh, effects or the filming mm. aspects, but it, it is definitely very, very different and very. Um, it doesn't. It makes you think. It makes you wonder what what the, yeah. the whole thing is about. Which to me is kind of part of the point of a science fiction film. It's to make you think what's going on. Well, what is happening? Who's doing this? Why are they doing it? What you know? What I mean, well, what I liked about this as well is the fact with a lot of science fiction films and a lot of and horror films to begin with, to a certain extent, use a lot more, especially nowadays, use a lot more visual effects yeah. and a lot more sort of uh, CGI. With it. And this, this didn't, it only used it really in a, well, in a little bit right at the end where you see the box moving and changing shape. Yeah. Other than that, you don't see anything, there's no visual effects to it. And I really like that because it's still a sci-fi film, but it's not relying too much on technology, basically. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's, it's got something about it. And I, as I say, I, I don't understand it as a film. Mm. I don't know why I like it, but I really like it. <laughs> I, might ha- I might have to go back and watch it again to see if there are any bits I've missed. Or... <laughs> obviously, there's certain bits probably, like, probably you look down on the background or something like that, which, again, I might have missed or misunderstood or whatever. But yeah, it's definitely one that I think it, it takes, it's going to take a lot of, at least a couple of times of watching to go over and get, understand yeah, a bit more. You need to watch it a couple of times to try and work out what's, what's really happening. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm glad I've watched it because of the fact that it was so different. It is something just kind of out of, out of the ordinary from what I would normally watch. But I would say as well that it doesn't feel like the length of the film. Like it's only a seven minute long film, but it, it felt... I don't know if, it, to me, it felt sort of longer because of the fact there was so much detail involved in it. Yeah, there is a lot goes on in, within a short, very short film. And again, it's another one of these things that is almost no dialogue. Mm. You know, well, it's, it's, there, there is no dialogue other than two words. It's yeah. And it's so well done. And it's not like it's even over the top of it either. It's so faint and so sort of almost distorted as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's very good. Very well done, very well made. Okay, so we'd recommend that one, definitely. Uh, second film, I'm interested by this, actually. It's called uh, Time Out. It's made in 2021, uh, made by Alex Chorley. And the cast is Tess Cornwall and Alex Chorley. Uh, and the synopsis for this is A Girl Finds a Case Forever. Mm. I, the problem is, I've said this before in other other ones we've done. I have so much problem with time paradox films. It just it winds me up so much. But well, I, I love time travel and I love time paradoxes because I find them fascinating. Yeah, I, I'll comment down right. There were certain parts of this I loved, like whole, like especially as this is meant to be a modern day film. Yeah, like they find a box, and most people, yeah, because a lot of stuff that's gone on would automatically think it's a bomb. Or yeah. things like, but if there's just a handwritten note that says it's not 
Because oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, um, a, that's all it took to get past people, and it took a lot less. We did a hell of a lot more security, but I mean, I thought that the the whole um, weaving, if you like, of the paradox and, and the the way it interweaves with itself and all that sort of thing was very well done. It's very well written. Um, the only thing, the question that I was left with at the end of it was. How did she end up and why did she end up where she was at the beginning and the end of the film? Land on a bench during the day. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing that says why she ended up laying on that bench. No. Or why she started off laying on that bench, depending on which way you watched the film. But you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only thing. It didn't quite round the loop, if you know what I mean. It didn't quite fill the circle because what you needed to see was her turning up her turning up there and laying down the bench mm. I just it's just one if I don't understand it it's just why because obviously help, the thing the whole time paradox things and time loops is that if you're that concerned about it you can break the loop which you could have done you could have gone back in time and not left the box there yeah. Don't get me wrong. And like we said on a, like we said on the last one, on a technical point, I love, I do love the visual effect in it, because yeah. um, there was a lot of stuff like three D stuff. There was a lot of uh, sound effects to it, the lighting effect, and the fact that because a lot of it was natural lighting, to be able yeah. to, do, to be able to get. There was also that there was the um, like the neon writing on the walls and that kind yeah. of thing. brilliantly done. Yeah, it's saying and the fact that it was like they were meant to be like advertisement and stuff like that. So it's obviously you're meant to be sort of a futuristic film. Yeah. It just I don't know, it just confused me a lot because like you said, there was little holes in it and stuff like that. And it's just I don't know. Well, uh, it's the thing that freaks me out is the fact that she phone obviously she, part of the thing, she phones her friend. Yeah. And another version of her picks up the phone. Now, yeah. wouldn't she got confused by the fact that her number's calling him, even though she's not the one doing it? Yeah, I mean, I must have, you know, that, that, there were a couple of bits like that that made me go, well, hang on a minute, it doesn't quite add up. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I, I mean, I, I, it was well made. It was good effects. He's obviously got a thing about time displacement and time paradoxes because there's another film on his channel yeah, it's all about time loops and and all that kind of thing. So he's obviously got a thing about that. Um, not that that's a bad thing. It's just you know he's obviously fascinated yeah. by that in the same way I am, but probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was a well-made film. Good effects. The acting wasn't too bad. It was a bit stilted, but not too bad. Um, but I mean, to be honest, I think. If I remember rightly, there's only three, three or four films on his channel. The rest of his stuff is actually him performing in stage plays or singing. Okay. So he's only made like two or three films. So I think, given that, it's it's really it's, good. Yeah, for for good. a new film, it's yeah. a good idea and it's a good. It's a good concept of it as well. I think what I found interesting was that he managed to get so much 
in the way of the interweaving of the paradox into the space of a short film like that. Yeah. Because it's quite a complex little loop that he's, he's made up there. Hmm. And and it, to get that in the short film and make it kind of work, it, it must be very difficult to... Only to do that, but also, to, like we said, there's, there's only one really whole in the whole paradox, which we said is her, either her arriving or getting yeah. at the beginning and the end. But other than that, there's... Have completed the, cir- the circle. Yeah. Or at least have an idea of what happens. Yeah, yeah. You sort of complete yourself. But the fact that this there is that only the little bit, and it's the, the odd little bits that are so well done, that they get explained and everything gets sort of... It all rammed up at the end. Yeah, sort of, and it's not rounds up, but you know what I mean. It's sort of yeah, yeah. You sort of understand what's going on. Yeah, I I, I think it's really good. I have actually contacted um, Alex Chorley, and we do I do have a, an interview lined up with him, or um, next week. So we'll be able to ask him about that. And I, I'm fascinated because the very first film. That he's or the first couple of he's got a couple of films going. Yeah, he's got four films on altogether. But the first two films, he was only about seven when they were made, and he made them. Oh, okay. So, you know, and one of them's actually quite dark. It's quite a quite dark film, but um, yeah. So uh, you know, he's he's, he's not a an old chap when he checked any stretch of the imagination and he's been doing it since he was a kid. So it'd be interesting to see what he's got to say about the making of the film and, and uh, where he wants to go with, with his film. Oh, yeah. So we'll find out about that, but it is, I think it's a good film. I think it's definitely worth watching. Mm. Uh, if you're into time travel and you, you kind of like the, the whole paradox things, then I think it's worth a watch because it's, it's very well done within the space of time. Oh, definitely. It is. So, okay. So the third film is actually slightly older. It's from 2013. And uh, Closer, I'm assuming it's called, or not Closer, but Closer. Yeah. (laughs) It was written and directed by Angelo Licata. Um, Sorry. And it was made, um, well, looks at it in conjunction with Lords of Illusion. So the cast is... uh, Vincenzo Alfieri, uh, Elena Cucci, uh, Francesca uh, Gadi, Gadi Dolfo, and F- Fabrizio Fenner. And the synopsis says, something terrifying is happening to the earth. Luke and Sarah, unaware of the danger, are just worried about having a passionate offhand camping weekend. Two unexpected guests will ruin their plans. Mm. I, I, I don't know what to say about this, to be honest. It's an incredibly well-made film. Excellent effects. The effects are just fantastic. Um, couldn't quite work out whether, given the fact there were four people listed on the cast, couldn't quite work out whether one of the aliens, the the, one, the good alien, if you like, <coughs> was CGI or not. I get the feeling that it was probably an actress yeah. who was CGI enhanced. It looked like it. It did look like sort of a glow yeah, about it, her. The face looked a bit CGI. It didn't look quite normal yeah. human. Um, but even if it is, it's incredibly well done. It's a very good CGI. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's good story. You know, the whole thing was was great, and it and it's you know got a thing on it saying to be continued and all this kind of stuff. So I I'd like to see what else they do with it. Yeah, so I, I, I did. I, again, this is me just being me. I hate the fact that I do this, but I did pick fault, not pick fault in it, but the whole the bit of the beginning, this uh, the starships. Yeah, yeah, I had I I see it in the first thing that popped into my head was Stargate. Yeah, alien sort of, but but again, it wasn't not as in a bad way. It was a good idea, and the fact that the ships in it were very unique. They weren't. It's not stock footage. It's not. No, um, it, it didn't look like ripped it, off from another place. Yeah, it didn't look like anything from from other films that you could go. Oh, that's part of yeah, that. that. Yeah, that's that's from that film, or that's that's been used so many times. It's boring, but it's yeah. it's so well done. And like you said, the visual effects in it, the visual effects, the, the hologram of the ship, the, the actual ship. Yeah. Um, admittedly, big thing that I have with a lot of films is they happen to find just a big enough space to find somewhere for the other ship to land. Very true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no space for it to land. Land perfectly. No damage done around it. But again, that's just my bone pick with a lot of films like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, the, the design of the ship, yeah, was was great. The 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 makeup and visual effects as well on the, the bad the bad guy when you see him was yeah. so well done. Absolutely. Because of the fact that it, it was almost again a bit, of, a bit of makeup and a bit of CGI, because you can see, obviously, you're meant to be so the whole frog bit when they're breathing, and yeah, yeah. But it was so well done, and I loved, I loved all of it. I loved the set design, the, the, not still, yeah, the set and the ship as well. Yeah, the, the costumes, the um, that the acting as well, because it does look like he's dubbed, or sort of, always English isn't the first language. Yeah, I get the feeling that it was probably either Italian or something like that. Yeah, uh, originally, and and but yeah, that, I think there's. I don't think it's dubbed, but I think they think that it's not their first language, so they're kind of uh, they, you kind of um, it's, getting, getting over the language problems. Yeah, it. Um, again, this is another film where it seemed a lot longer than it was. Uh, yeah, it seems like a full film. I mean, it's got the full story there, and it seems like it's like I sat there and I was like, "Oh, this is." This is like, it's, I sat there and I was like, "This has been on for ages." And then yeah. looked at it, I was like, "It's only been on for ten minutes. It's only like just under a twenty-minute-long film." But it's like it'd been on for like half the time. I was like, "This felt like it'd been on for ages because it's almost the story that was in it." Yeah, yeah. And I did love the fact that again, this has got another bit of a comic effect in here. Is the yeah. typical sort of teenage sort of young t- young 20s bloke yeah. all he's interested in is getting his leg over and it was very interesting but it was a comic effect to it it wasn't yeah, no, I agree it wasn't like in your overly done or rudely done or anything like that it was a comic effect it, it was I think it, it was just right in every way it just kind of like you got it's not over long mm. It's a great story that fits in with what you know, and the, I still can't get over the effects. I think the effects were just incredible. Was, but, the whole, the whole effect as well, the the effect and filming the way it was done with the when uh, he starts remembering what this, the good alien said to him, yeah, then yeah. obviously then getting the bracelet thing that he gets. I loved because of the fact that it was, it could have been ruined so badly. It could have been over the top. Yeah, but it wasn't, and yeah, all right, yeah, I wrote down it had a bit of a Power Ranger feel to it. 
the whole sort of transformation. But yeah, again, not in a bad way. Yeah, no, something no. that's been tested and works, and this one does. And it, like you said, with the two big, big thing you'd be, it, I, I hope that they do more. Yeah, I hope that there's there's some kind of follow up to it because it would really be interesting to see where they take it, especially with the the obvious thing that at the end there are a lot more aliens coming. Yeah, and there's, there's it's they're all obviously you don't get to see what they are, but it's again it leaves you with questions of why, what's going on, what's 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 the reason they're coming to to yeah. Earth, what's the reason they're chasing the the other alien, and what experiments are they talking about, and yeah. what, what are they harvested and for why, yeah. and how have they like how have they got this ability? Obviously, that like they say in the film got this ability to suddenly breathe the, the atmosphere. Yeah, and it's just what's gone on for that to happen and to get to where they are. Yeah, absolutely. How as well because of the like, maybe the whole thing I said with the whole Power Ranger feel to it is because of the fact that it's it's this teenager, this young person that's been given this responsibility and yeah. it's left left to it. Yeah, it's yeah. not like they've got, not like they've been given any guidance or any sort of real instruction. They've just gone, hey, go, good luck. Yeah, and. It's one of the things you sort of sit and go. So, what charity going to deal with it? How's he going to cope? Yeah, oh, I know. I just, I, I, I really, I wasn't sure about it mm. uh, when I first saw it. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, let's have a look at this. It, you know, it looked looked quite an interesting thing about aliens fighting and you know on the Earth and that sort of thing. And I wasn't really sure about it. But the, when I'm watching it, the whole thing, I, I was. Absolutely fascinating. You know, it was, it was really good for a short film. I just think it's quite incredible. I was the same. Like I was looking at when we were watching it, with certain bits. I was like, okay, they're doing well on that. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. And then obviously when he gets his mark, the bad guy gets his mask ripped off, and they, I'm like, this is like this is going to be the, the be all and end all. It's either going to be really good or really really rubbish. But it weren't. Uh, it was so well done. Yeah, and. Yeah. Again, it does look like he's had a bit of money put into it. It does, yeah. I mean, I don't know who Lords of Illusion are. Maybe they're they're a, an, an FX company or something who, who have done all the effects and, and put the money up for it to show off what they can do. I don't know, but, but it, it's it's not over the top. No, it's not. It's not like they've gone. Oh look, this is basically with certain films that are open, flash the money in front of the people's faces, going, look, this is what we've done, this, because we've had the money. This is, again, they've gone, here's the money, make your film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely, I, I just, I haven't got a bad word to say about the film, to be honest. I think it's, it's a great film. It's it definitely, definitely a good film. And like we said, it does look like it's not like first language. Yeah. Because of the fact that the way, the way that if, whether it's dubbed or whether it's, way they've spoken they've all got accents as yeah, well yeah, so yeah. it's but, but again i love i love the alien language in it it's not yeah. a language that you can sit there and go oh that's been copied from that film or yeah. that's like it's a well, unique one what was weird is the fact that when the alien was talking it came up with english subtitles but then there was one bit that didn't yeah <laughs> came up with it just came up in the, in the subtitle <laughs> was like, yeah that's really clever okay well it's okay so i think we've got three well, one really good film, one good film, and one one that we like, but we haven't got a clue what it was about. Really good film, a good film, and one that I still don't know whether or not 
of whether or not I did actually watch it or if it was just uh, oh, my no. brain is still trying to wake up. You did watch it. <laughs> uh, uh, so next episode we've got uh, horror. We've got some experimental horror. That mm. that'll that'll, that'll, that'll Keep you going. Experimental horror films. Good for a laugh. Uh, mm. And um, yes, I'll take a moment to do a bit of uh, self-publicizing because I do have another podcast coming out. Is that allowed? Self-publicizing? Yes. Uh, next month, I will be starting a video uh, podcast on YouTube um, looking at um, independent bands from uh, all over the place. We're going to start off with a few from the UK more than anywhere else, but I will be talking to people from other countries as well. Um, and uh, there'll be a uh, there'll be a, a sort of trailer put up for it in the next um, week or so. And I'm hoping to start the, the first episode in the first week of next month. So that's, um, March, isn't it? <laughs> What month are we in now? February, yeah. So it'll be the first week of March will be the be the first interview. Um yes. So please, if you are interested in um independent music of different types, because of the fact that the bands I'm interviewing are not all going to be of the same genre or whatever, there's gonna be punk bands, heavy metal bands, folk stuff, um post-punk electronic experimental music i am going to ask are you going to do any steampunk i don't know yet at the moment i'm not i'm not sure i've set up interviews with six bands at the moment um i'm trying to i've been, i've been in touch with some others i'm waiting for them to get back to me um at the moment, only one of the bands that I've been in touch with that's shown any interest uh, is in America. So I've got to work out timing with them because they're in uh, Atlanta. So it's a bit difficult to Ooh. work out when we can do the interviews. But you never know. So, yeah, if, you know, as I say, I'm going to put a thing up on YouTube as a trailer. Once I've done some more of the interviews, I'll edit some of them together a bit, little clips from them. And I will be interviewing the bands and I'll also be showing some clips from some of their videos that are on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it should be interesting. It sounds it. So I look forward to doing it more and I look forward to hopefully having people watch it. Uh, in the meantime, this is the Cyphora Film Podcast. Please let everybody that you possibly come in contact with ever anywhere know that we are here. Um, <laughs> tell them, paint it on walls. Um, you know, just from the rooftops. Get it from the rooftops. Yes, get get t-shirts printed up. We won't because we can't afford to because we don't earn any money from this. But you know, feel free to do it if you want. You know, get t-shirt printed up of the Sci-Fi Film Podcast. We won't complain. Um, yeah, free advertising. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> hopefully at least one or two people are actually listening and it would be wonderful if more did so in the meantime until next time as i say we've got this other interview with uh, alex chorley so that'll be probably next um and then the next uh, full episode in the meantime have fun wherever you are 
Thank you for joining me, Scott. That's okay. Thank you for having me again. It's perfectly fine. And um, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> and we will we will talk again, and we will be back next week. Until then, the Sci-Fi Film Podcast. I'm Andy Walker, and I'm saying goodbye. Bye. 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 The Cypher Film Podcast. <laughs>